If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Chapter 16 of The Death Shot. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Death Shot by Thomas Main Reed. Chapter 16. What has become of Clancy? The sun is up, the hour ten o'clock in the morning. Around the residence of the widow Clancy a crowd of people has collected. They are her nearest neighbors, while those who dwell at a distance are still in the act of assembling. Every few minutes two or three horsemen ride up, carrying long rifles across their shoulders, with powder horns and bullet pouches strapped across their breasts. Those already on the ground are similarly armed and accoutred. The cause of this warlike muster is understood by all. Some hours before a report has spread throughout the plantations that Charles Clancy is missing from his home under circumstances to justify suspicion of foul play having befallen him. His mother has sent messengers to and fro, hence the gathering around her house. In southwestern states, on occasions of this kind, it does not do for anyone to show indifference, whatever his station in life. The wealthiest, as well as the poorest, is expected to take part in the administration of backwoods justice, at times not strictly on regla with the laws of the land. For this reason, Mrs. Clancy's neighbors, far and near, summoned or not summoned, come to her cottage. Among them, Ephraim Dark and his son Richard. Archibald Armstrong is not there, nor looked for. Most know of his having moved away that same morning. The track of his wagon wheels had been seen upon the road, and if the boat he is to take passage by start at the advertised hour, he should now be nigh fifty miles from the spot, and still further departing. No one is thinking of him or his, since no one dreams of the deposed planter or his family having aught to do with the business that brings them together and this is to search for charles clancy still absent from his home the mother's story has already been told and only the latecomers have to hear it again in detail she narrates what occurred on the preceding night how the hound came home wet and wounded confirmatory of her speech the animal is before their eyes, still in the condition spoken of. They can all see it had been shot, the tear of the bullet being visible on its back, having just cut through the skin. 
coupled with its master's absence this circumstance strengthens the suspicion of something amiss another of less serious suggestion is a piece of cord knotted around the dog's neck the loose end looking as though gnawed by teeth and then broken off with a pluck as if the animal had been tied up and succeeded in setting itself free but why tied and why has it been shot these are questions that not anybody can answer strange too in the hound having reached home at the hour it did as clancy went out about the middle of the day he could not have gone to such a distance for his dog to have been nearly all night getting back could he himself have fired the bullet whose effect is before their eyes a question almost instantly answered in the negative by old backwoodsmen among the mustard crowd hunters who know how to interpret sign as surely as champollion an egyptian hieroglyph these having examined the mark on the hound's skin pronounced the ball that made it to have come from a smooth bore and not a rifle it is notorious that charles clancy never carried a smooth bore but always a rifled gun his own dog has not been shot by him after some time spent in discussing the probabilities and possibilities of the case it is at length resolved to drop conjecturing and commence searching for the missing man in the presence of his mother no one speaks of searching for his dead body though there is a general apprehension that this will be the thing found she the mother most interested of all has a too true foreboding of it when the searchers starting off in kindly sympathy tell her to be of good cheer her heart more truly says she will never see her son again on leaving the house the horsemen separate into two distinct parties and proceed in different directions with one and the larger goes clancy's hound an old hunter named woodley taking the animal along he has an idea it may prove serviceable when thrown on its master's track supposing this can be discovered just as conjectured the hound does prove of service once inside the woods without even setting nose to the ground it starts off in a straight run going so swiftly the horsemen find it difficult to keep pace with it it sets them all into a gallop this continued for quite a couple of miles through timber thick and thin at length ending upon the edge of the swamp only a few have followed the hound thus far keeping close the other straggling behind come up by twos and threes the hunter woodley is among the foremost to be and at the death for death all expected to prove they are sure of it on seeing the staghound stop beside something as it does so loudly baying spurring on towards the spot they expect to behold the dead body of charles clancy they are disappointed there is no body there dead or alive only a pile of spanish moss which appears recently dragged from the trees then thrown into a heap and afterwards scattered the hound has taken stand beside it and there stays giving tongue as the horsemen dismount and get their eyes closer to the ground they see something red which proves to be blood it is dark crimson almost black and coagulated still it is blood from under the edge of the moss heap protrudes the barrel of a gun 
on kicking the loose cover aside they see it is a rifle not of the kind common among backwoodsmen but they have no need to waste conjecture on the gun many present identify it as the yager usually carried by clancy more of a moss being removed a hat is uncovered also clancy's several know it as his can swear to it a gun upon the ground abandoned discharged as they see a hat alongside it blood beside both there must have been a shooting on the spot some one wounded if not actually killed and who but charles clancy the gun is his the hat too and his must be the blood they have no doubt of its being his no more of his being dead the only question asked is where is his body while those first up are mutually exchanging this interrogatory others later arriving also put it in turn all equally unable to give a satisfactory answer alike surprised by what they see and puzzled to explain it there is one man present who could enlighten them in part though not altogether one who comes lagging up with the last it is richard dark strange he should be among the stragglers at starting out he appeared the most zealous of all then he was not thinking of the dog had no idea how direct and soon the instinct of the animal would lead them to the spot where he had given clancy his death shot the foremost of the searchers have dismounted and are standing grouped around it he sees them and would gladly go back but dares not defection now would be damning evidence against him after all what has he to fear they will find a dead body clancy's a corpse with a bullet hole in the breast they can't tell who fired the fatal shot how could they there were no witnesses save the trunks of the cypresses and the dumb brute of a dog not so dumb but that now it makes the woods resound with its long-drawn continuous whining if it could but shape this into articulate speech then he might have to fear as it is he need not fortified with these reflections he approaches the spot by himself made bloody trembling nevertheless and with cheeks pale not strange he is about being brought face to face with a man he has murdered with his corpse nothing of the kind there is no murdered man there no corpse only a gun a hat and some blotches of crimson does dark rejoice at seeing only this judging by his looks the reverse before he only trembled slightly with a hue of pallor on his cheeks now his lips show white his eyes sunken in their sockets while his teeth chatter and his whole frame shivers as if under an ague chill luckily for the assassin this tale-telling exhibition occurs under the shadow of the great cypress whose gloomy obscurity guards against its being observed but to counteract this little bit of good luck there chances to be present a detective that trusts less to sight than scent this is clancy's dog as dark presents himself in the circle of searchers collected around it the animal perceiving suddenly springs towards him with a shrill cry of an enraged cat and the elastic leap of a tiger but for simon woodley seizing the hound and holding it back 
the throat of Richard Dark would be in danger. It is so notwithstanding. Around the blood-stained spot there is a pause, the searchers forming a tableau strikingly significant. They have come up to the very last lagger, and stand in attitudes expressing astonishment, with glances that speak inquiry. These, not directed to the ground, nor straying through the trees, but fixed upon Dick Dark. Strange the antipathy of the dog, which all observe. For the animal, soon as let loose, repeats its hostile demonstrations, and has to be held off again. Surely it signifies something, and this bearing upon the object of their search. The inference is unavoidable. Dark is well aware their eyes are upon him, as also their thoughts. Fortunate for him that night-like shadow surrounding, but for it his blanched lips and craven cast of countenance would tell a tale to condemn him at once, perhaps to punishment on the spot. As it is, his scared condition is not unnoticed. It is heard, if not clearly seen. Two or three standing close to him can hear his teeth clacking like castanets. His terror is trebly intensified from a threefold cause. Seeing no body first gave him a shock of surprise, soon followed by superstitious awe. This succeeded by apprehension of another kind, but he had no time to dwell upon it before being set upon by the dog, which drove the more distant danger out of his head. Delivered also from this his present fears about those glances regarding him. In the obscurity he cannot read them, but for all that can tell, they are sternly inquisitorial. On revanche, neither can they read his, and from this drawing confidence, he recovers his habitual coolness, knowing how much he now needs it. The behavior of the hound must not pass unspoken of. With a forced laugh, and in a tone of assumed nonchalance, he says, I can't tell how many scores of times that dog of Clancy's has made at me in the same way. It's never forgiven me since the day I chastised it, when it came after one of our sluts. I'd have killed the cur long ago, but spared it through friendship for its master. An explanation plausible and cunningly conceived, though not satisfactory to some. Only the unsuspicious are beguiled by it. However, it holds good for the time, and so regarded, the searchers resume their quest. It is no use for them to remain longer by the moss-heap. There they but see blood. They are looking for a body. To find this they must go farther. One taking up the hat, another the abandoned gun, they scatter off, proceeding in diverse directions. For several hours they go tramping among the trees, peering under the broad fan-like fronds of the saw palmettos groping around the buttressed trunks of the cypresses, sending lances into the shadowed spaces between, in short, searching everywhere. For more than a mile around they quarter the forest, giving it a thorough examination. The swamp also, far as the treacherous ooze will allow them to penetrate within its gloomy portals, fit abode of death, place appropriate for the concealment of the darkest crime notwithstanding their zeal prompted by sympathizing hearts as by a sense of outraged justice the day's search proves fruitless no body can be found dead or living no trace of the missing man nothing beyond what they've already obtained his hat and gun 
dispirited tired out hungry hankering after dinners delayed as eve approaches they again congregate around the gory spot and with a mutual understanding to resume the search on the morrow separate and set off each to his own home end of chapter 16「Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah,、oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.